Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Hello and welcome. I am Mark Cohen. She is Marsha Collier and we are Computer and Technology Radio. Thank you for finding us. Appreciate you can find us on all the streaming services. And we got a, a great show for you today. Some interesting stuff like Amazon is very slow. Wait, what does that mean? And uh, we're going to talk about all kinds of rich tech guys. And no, the rich tech dudes. I think we're going to need a sounder for that yeah. for our for our monthly or weekly rich tech dudes because they're they're all so busy, busy, busy spending their bazillions of dollars. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and we got a story about strange subscription boxes. If you want to buy something different, so uh, welcome and how was your week? Uh, pretty good, you know. Um, it's getting hot here in California. Uh, we were yep. in the high 90s all week, and my uh, I planted some pansies for spring, and Aww. they they were very upset. They were not happy. Oh, <laughs> sorry to hear that. Yeah, it was sad. Oh, but, that's you know, very sad. Well, life you know. marches on. Life oh, marches on. All right. So you found a story about Amazon deliveries being slow. Now, is that in a specific area or just in general? Well, you know, I called it Amazon Deliver Prime. It's Amazon Prime being slow. Now, we have gotten use, and this is mainly something that happened to me. So I guess I could write it up if I wanted to, but isn't this why we have a podcast? Oh, right. Um, right. So over the years, I was one of Amazon's very first customers. As I know, you probably were too. And I joined oh, yeah. Prime the minute they started Prime. Yep. And I've gotten used to using Prime, as everybody does, uh, for uh, vitamin supplements, for cat food, for, you know, for uh, electric, I call it electric water, but, you know, the special water that has the... Uh, good stuff in it and oh, okay. so you know we yeah. we get a yeah we get a monthly delivery of things that we actually need okay and i find it amazing that i can buy a pair of sandals and they'll be here the next day <laughs> right or i can buy something and it's the next day but this shocked me and i think i sent you a screenshot of it yeah. our month our monthly order was supposed to be here yesterday and you know mm -hmm. something, especially in vitamin supplements and things like that, uh, they are in a thirty-day segment. So you are kind of expecting the next order. You may right. have some extras lying around, but you're expecting it. All of a sudden, I take a look; it's not here. And then uh, I go to Amazon and check on the way, but it's running late. And then I check Amazon on my laptop. And it says, oh, it'll be here be somewhere between the 9th and the 11th. And if not, just come back here for a refund. What? what? Now, this, I, mean, this what? That, this, I was going to say, this screenshot that you showed me, that's all your actual orders that are, well, are saying they're well, all running late. There's more than that. I just sent right. that to you. And just so you know, I uh, work with a nutritionalist. I take certain supplements that luckily... Um, I'm doing really well, and I need to take these on a regular basis. What struck me is, you know that Amazon is starting a pharmacy, or they have right. started a pharmacy. Now, what if the same crappy 
shipping experience that I've gotten with this order would extend to the pharmacy where people really need their drugs on a regular basis. Absolutely. I mean, there's not a holy hand, a chance in hell that I am going to leave um, prescription drugs to Amazon if you really need them. I mean, what do you think about all that? Well, yeah, you I saw agree. the screenshot. I mean, yeah, I mean, I would say that. Um, I mean, it's it's funny you're saying this, and this is a different thing. But I I ordered something on Amazon. I think it was magnesium pills, which is kind of in the same you know genre you're talking yeah. about. There and was some magnesium in my screenshot. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. So four hours later, I had it at my door, which I thought right. that's really weird. But right. if you're doing it on a monthly basis and it's not showing up when it's supposed to, that's a huge problem. And uh, they yeah. know, I mean, they know it's supposed to arrive by such and such a date. There's no secret about, you know, it's a standing order. So I, I think uh, we better watch out and be more careful. Um, I'm going to have to go to the store and buy some stuff because I have no idea what, but I got to tell you a pair of sandals I ordered is going to be delivered today. <laughs> well, there you go. Very much more important than your medication. Right. Uh -huh. Much more important. And you yeah. know, people use vitamin and mineral supplements as medication. So <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, really strange. Yeah. This is something serious and, and it's, I, I was thinking of the water, the electrolyte water. It's a lot cheaper right. to buy it from Amazon than to schlep a case from the store. But it, and, and also pet food. Uh, right. They re, if they're going to start doing this with Amazon Prime, um, my husband said maybe it's sitting by the side of a railway. Because remember, <laughs> they, they said the, there's been a bunch of rail, uh, railroads here in Los Angeles where people were going on the trains when they were stopped and pulling out the Amazon packages right. and stealing yeah, the merchandise. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, logistics, you know, maybe Mr. Bezos needs to get his fingers back into the company and see what's going on. Well, there was a rumor, or I don't know, rumor, the stories has come out that when you buy supplements and things from Amazon, they sit in the warehouse for a long time in a hot warehouse, and you don't know whether they're actually as effective as they okay, should be. Okay, here, here's the story on that. When you're buying supplements or vitamins from Amazon, always check that you are buying from Amazon and not a third-party seller. Third-party right. sellers often get it on the secondary market, and they may be close to expiration date, and you have no idea how it's been stored. Yeah, that's but, a big problem. But when it's being sold by Amazon, it is in a timely manner, and I did investigate this. So it's perfectly legit, but you have to be careful and be sure it's sold by Amazon. And that is in every listing that you can, you know, check, you know, who manufactures it and who sells it. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's very important to do that. Um, okay, so Bezos, Musk, and Zuckerberg have probably 90% of the net worth in the world between the rich, three of those guys. Rich tech dudes. Yeah, yeah, really rich tech dudes. So uh, they've been in the nude. Of, nude, nude uh, they've probably been in the nude, too. They've, they've probably they've, done that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the first thing I want to know is, what's a Zuckbuck? <laughs> you know, everybody was uh, saying the same thing. Um, well, you know, it was very important to rename the Facebook Corporation to Meta. Right. Because why? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Because you needed to spend money on rebranding? Yeah, I don't know. Because Facebook wasn't good enough? 
I mean, do you realize how much that costs the company to change the oh, name? Oh, it's a fortune. Of course. Uh, uh, and the stock, uh, is the stock ticker different now that it's uh, Meta versus no, Facebook? I, you know, that's a good question. I think it's the same. I think it's FB. I, I, I can't remember now whether they changed it at that time. Will you take a look while, while I talk about this? So Meta decided in their new Web3 way. And Web3 is a good platform. It's very important. We're going to talk about it one of these days. Um, it's a change in the internet, uh, more towards people. But they have announced they are going to issue Zuckbox. I like it. It's a digital currency, but it isn't a cryptocurrency. <laughs> Yeah. Um, nobody's really sure what it is, but we suspect that it's going to be money for gaming. It's not NFTs. Right. But you know how during games, um, like Robux currency in the popular children's game Roblox? Yeah, of course. Um, maybe that's what it is. Because that's incredibly successful. People buy that stuff. Right. Um, I, I, we don't like to talk about rumors here, but since we're talking about ins insanely rich tech dudes, yes. this is his new big idea. I think the other two had better big ideas. But, yeah. Well, we'll get to them is, next. Yeah. This is what, uh, Zuck had to come up with. And, uh, um, yeah. Well, by the way, Facebook symbol is still FB. So they didn't change. There you symbol. go. Zuck symbol. Probably the stock market said. What the hell is the matter with you? <laughs> Leave it as yeah, it is. Well, yeah. Well, I, yeah. I mean, that, that's something because people are used to seeing right? a symbol and they don't want to start searching around. Well, and it's on out everybody's it statements. And every, well, what right, you, right. Then, then the people who don't know about the name change see their statements and go, whoa, what's this meta thing? Whoa, whoa. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah, but okay. Zuckerberg is making his own path in crazy. Well, all in right, my so humble move on. opinion. Yeah, so we'll move on to the next really rich tech dude. Uh, Amazon on Tuesday announced the largest commercial launch deal ever. The company said it has finalized agreements with three different rocket companies for a total of 83 launches. The rockets will deploy a majority of Amazon's low-Earth orbit constellation of broadband satellites. Uh, so, Can I ask you a question? Of course. Don't we already have a constellation? of low orbit yeah. satellites from I think we have SpaceX. like 20,000 of them. Yeah, I think right. we have a million of them. Starlink kind of did that and the scientists are already worried about encircling our planet with a bunch of little satellites. And now I I've been reading that Amazon is seeking to build 3,236 satellites up in the air. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, you know, apparently they're four years behind. They were supposed to have done this. <laughs> so, uh, I, you know, I mean, Basis got a lot of stuff going on there. And uh, this is an ego thing, I think, for all of these guys who are putting rockets in the air. I think it's just a basic ego. I want to be first. I want you know, it's like uh, the Russia versus the U.S. in the early days of the space race. We wanted to be first. Well, apparently, Amazon was not first. Uh, so I don't know, you know. I mean, I know you're well, going up as soon as you can. Well, um, but, you know, Bezos, you know, had a lot of people, and we're going to talk about SpaceX in a minute. But these guys, every time I see photos of them, they're not working at their companies except for Elon. Right. These guys are always out, like in Bermuda or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. 
So I, when is the tipping point for this nonsense? Uh, when they run supposedly, out of money. What's interesting on this deal is that Jeff Bezos and Amazon hired the three major companies in the space uh, area and Blue Origin, which is Richard Branson's company, right? Right, yep. United Launch Alliance, they're going to help with the Vulcan rocket. And Airline Space, they're going to do 18 launches, launches of Europe's Ariane 6 rocket. Nowhere in there did he hire <laughs> anything from SpaceX. He hired yeah. everybody else. Yeah, that's really interesting. <sighs> Rich guy has gone wild. There you go. Well, <laughs> SpaceX apparently successfully launched their first all-private crew en route to the space station for Axiom Space. So uh, I thought you were going to be one of those on that first mission there. Well, you know, that's interesting that you bring it up because now we're talking about Elon's stuff. Right. And w with the Elon stuff, we're going to talk about Elon's very busy. Yeah, you he's all this? over the place. He, he is all over the is place all over this I, I just wish he'd stop pour, putting neuron chips in pigs because because that just freaks me out altogether but uh, that's one all, i hadn't heard about so i don't know what oh that you one didn't is. oh we should no. have talked about that um oh. but he's working on all these different projects and which is what tells me that he knows how to delegate he's got great staffs at each of his companies yeah but occasionally he sticks his fingers in and takes a front row seat to uh, front front the project. And yeah. I think this SpaceX thing is brilliant, a private crew. They're regular people. They are not astronauts. Okay, one guy was a former Israeli Air Force pilot. Okay, but then again, he was founder of investment an investment fund. Uh, there was a veteran NASA astronaut, you know, which is very cool, and other guys, but that's not the point. All they had was between 750 and 1,000 hours training for the mission, which, frankly, that's not a lot. It doesn't seem like a lot to me. Not, not no. if I'm going to trust my life with somebody who's taken me out into space. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, right. it's, it's fascinating. So Axiom is paying uh, – there, there are reports that the astronauts paid a whopping $55 million to be on Crew Dragon. Um, now Axiom is supposedly paying an undisclosed sum to NASA to use the space agency f uh, facilities on okay. the ISS. Um, but NASA announced that it was opening the U.S. portion of the ISS to more commercial activities. It's going to be kind of like a Hilton, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. And they announced that using life support systems and toilets no food, mind you, would cost eleven thousand two hundred and fifty per night per person, which you know is that doesn't that reasonable. doesn't seem so. Ex yeah, I was going to say that doesn't seem all that expensive yeah. to me. But then again, that's just the hotel portion. Well, you have right. to get there. <laughs> oh, I see. And how much does that cost? Uh, we don't really know. Oh, uh, these guys paid fifty-five million for their seats. So, you know, oh. rich. That's fifty-five rich million tech each. Dudes. So yeah. each guy. Wow. <laughs> okay well you know what more power to them if they can get all this crap done good luck wait to a them minute because if they want think but let's back up and think about pissing away all this money <laughs> yeah right this is a lot of money this is a lot of money that could be doing good somewhere 
But these but guys remember, are smiling. Well, remember that that $55 million for these three guys, that's like what they carry around in their pockets when they go out during the day. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, they go to the movies. Hey, let me see. Oh, I got $5 million in here. What, you know. So it's uh, to them, it's nothing. These are multi-billionaires, and uh, it's not a lot of money to them. And, you know, I, I follow, I, I hate to say it, and I am not an Elon fanboy, but I am just fascinated with everything he's doing. We're going to talk in a minute about something that I think is amazing that he's doing. But all of a sudden, I saw him tweeting about a cy- Texas cyber rodeo for Tesla, and it was basically, come one, come all. You in the neighborhood, come. It's going to be great. We're going to have cool. a party. It's going to be, you know, very I mean, cool. did you see the article? It's very cool. Yeah. And well, you, think? you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that's, I think everything he does fascinates me. I think he's a really interesting guy. I think he's a, an incredible genius in everything that he does. And, you know, I'm impressed with most of the things he does. I mean, my favorite was the, um, the blowtorch. No, blowtorch. What was it? The uh, the board board company. Yeah, there was a bl- blowtorch. Yeah, it was a blowtorch. I always wanted one of those. I could never get one. But I mean, now the interesting thing with him taking a huge financial interest in Twitter now. Wait a minute. Uh, Before we talk about this, we're still talking about the Texas rodeo. Oh yeah. And go ahead. this was about the Cybertruck, which everybody was predicting oh, yeah. was had failed and was not going to happen. But the announcement at this event. Uh, Musk es- ex- estimates that they will reach 500,000 units per yeah, year. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. That is a, for the Cybertruck is their electric pickup, and it will be scheduling production, but uh, probably coming out in 2023. Right. And during the presentation, the first Model Y crossovers built in the Texas plant were on stage. So, I mean, he's really doing something. In my opinion, I mean, I love what GM's doing. I love what everybody's doing. But Elon is taking the chances. Yeah, I mean, he's an interesting that, guy. Yeah. And they uh, originally, I can't remember the story quite, but he he debuted that truck initially. And wasn't it supposed to be bulletproof or something? Yeah, and the and window they, broke. They, yeah, and the window <laughs> broke, yeah. So uh, that was an interesting story. I, I don't actually like the way it looks. It looks like no. it was a, a, you know, something that came out of the old TV series Lost in Space or, you know, some some old new, uh, yeah, not old new. Old, old sci-fi. Uh, old sci-fi yeah, look. Right. Yeah. Yeah, But exactly. he also announced the Tesla robot named Optimus that yep. it's still, that it's being developed. And he said this near the end of the show. And it is a robot, and hopefully next year it'll come out, and it will do anything that humans don't want to do. Mm, so, like hey, work? Well, yeah. you know, wash the dishes, do the laundry, fold nice. the T-shirts. Yeah, but the cool thing is, wow, look at all, all they're doing. And he was there at this event. He was yeah, there cool. at this event all the while while tweeting how now he's the largest stockholder in Twitter. <laughs> right, exactly. And uh, apparently when you're the largest uh, shareholder in Twitter, you have some uh, authority to tell the people to get their acts together at Twitter. And uh, well, we'll see how that is, works out. He owns 9.2% of the company's stock. Right. And being such a large stockholder, uh, he is now on the board of directors. Right. Which is 
an important thing for the company because he oh, will bet. have a lot of guidance in the future of uh, uh, Twitter. And he is already, he's done a poll and, and what's kind of interesting, you know, the people at Twitter are probably not really happy about this because Elon has a different way about himself. Let's just say that, okay? <laughs> Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, he does. He's a little different. So when he first started tweeting, there was, there was a poll out about, do we need the edit button? Yes or no? And he spelled yes, E-Y-S, and no, O-N. We <laughs> all knew what it meant, but it was to illustrate, you know, you need an edit button. Yeah, right. And exactly. there is a group of which I'm a member called Birdwatch on Twitter. And it's our jobs when we are asked, and it pops up on our screen, would you look at this tweet and see if it's against our policies? <laughs> Wait, they sent it to They have individuals doing that? Yeah, I am a member. And what do you get for watch. this? Just the joy Nothing. of doing it? Oh, I'm a volunteer. Okay. It's, you know, wow. and well, it, it makes a difference because I said, you know, what are you crazy? This was a joke. Yeah, I right. mean, it's a legitimate question. He wants people to answer. But it was supposed to be funny. Ha ha. I mean, I didn't say it cranky like that. But right. so then the CEO of Twitter uh, says, retweets it and says something about it. And I get another bird watch notice. What do you think about this tweet? Now, wait a minute. Now they're, you know, claiming the CEO of Twitter might be doing bad tweets. <laughs> and they need yeah. judging too. I have screenshots of all of this. So, you know... I, not making it up. And if you want, follow Elon's account if you're at all interested. Because just today, he said most of these top Twitter accounts tweet rarely and post very little content. And, you know, it was Barack Obama, Justin Bieber, Katy Perry, Rihanna, Cristiano, Cristiano uh, Taylor Swift, Lady Gaga, Elon Musk, Narendum, whoever that is, and The Ellen Show. And he says, for example, Taylor Swift hasn't posted anything in three months. Oh. And Justin Bieber only posted once this entire year. Why are they such a big deal? And if you go to his Twitter page, at Elon Musk on Twitter, you're going to see a corporate uprising. And there's some great video from the Tesla event and great video from SpaceX. I mean, his, his account is worth watching all in one. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's very, very interesting. Well, okay. Hey, before we move on, I wanted to uh, mention that next Wednesday night, uh, if you happen to be in the Los Angeles area, Pasadena, I will be hosting uh, Jay Leno at the Distinguished Speaker Series. Talk about rich guys. Uh, he has 298 cars, which I find fascinating. Yeah, I, I host Jay Leno over at the Bob's Big Boy in Toluca Lake. Do you? That's, a, that's, that's very nice. Yeah, he, he brings his cars out there, right? Yeah, he yeah. does. Yeah, he's yeah. there a lot. Yep. Yep, yep. Yeah, they do that. Yeah, yeah. The Bob's Big Boy does a lot of car shows out there. So uh, uh, yeah, for Jay, those of you Jay is a member of the community out here in Los Angeles, and right, we're yeah. all pretty proud of him and all. So. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So if you're out that way again, it's at the uh, Ambassador Auditorium in Pasadena, and it will be Wednesday night at eight o'clock. So uh, check it out, Distinguished Speaker Series. Is uh, it free? No, it's a subscription series. Well, then they can't go. <laughs> Well, they, no, but they can they can buy tickets. You know, not okay. everything is free. Yeah, they can okay. buy tickets for it. Yeah. Or call me so, and I'll get you free tickets, you know. Uh, you heard that, folks. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, I, was, I, I am... was talking to my wife. She was just walked by when I said that. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Now, I have to tell you, I am very, very excited about a new social media platform. No, yeah, it's definitely not, not Donald Trump's. But the thing is, Instagram is just jumping the shark. I mean, with everybody posing and the makeup and the, and the people falling off of clips, uh, cliffs to get you know, the shot and lots of likes. Right. Uh, enough is enough. So there's a new one called Be Real, and it is sweeping university campuses everywhere, so many of them. And long story short, you're allowed to post on Be Real once a day, and the whole point is to be real. So you point your camera at whatever you're doing, and it takes a selfie of you the same time, and that's what posts. Which yeah, is kind of cool. cool to take a look at that, and it's very interesting. I'm looking into it. I'm about to uh, sign up for it, even though I'm not a college kid, because I really like it. The only question I have is I think it shows location, and I'm a little bit uh, difficult with that. There's a little bit of a problem with that. But I'm going to look into it, and I'll report back to you, because I think yeah. you know it, it's authentic and, and a fun way to see what people are doing. Yeah, that is kind of cool. All right, so we talk about all the time how you should back up, back up, back up. Back up everything. You know, anything that you get that's important to you that you don't want to lose backup. So if you use Gmail as your preferred email service, uh, you want to save a copy of all the emails you received and send it over to Gmail so that it's up to date locally to your computer or your device or your hard drive. Uh, fortunately, it's apparently pretty easy to do it. You save a backup of your emails from Gmail. You can do this from any device, whether it's a Mac, Windows PC, iPhone, iPad, or Android. And then uh, all the emails that you send and receive via Gmail are secured on the Google's cloud server. So uh, if you're trying to keep all of those, now sometimes people don't want to keep their old stuff around. Uh, they might. Yeah, want to but the thing it. is, the crazy thing is, uh, if you've been on Gmail for any amount of time, Really, how many hours would it take to sort through and get rid of all the garbage? How many oh, yeah. hours? Who has that oh, yeah. kind of time? So, I mean, most people's Gmail accounts are huge, and a lot of it is garbage. Right. So we'll talk another time about how to clean it up a little bit. But, you know, mine is like a filing cabinet. I search different topics and things like that to find PDFs from the past. Right. Right. Uh, and it's very important to me. I do not want to lose all my Gmail. And that can happen if someone hacks into your account. Absolutely, which is happening every day to somebody. So uh, that's definitely an issue. So, yeah, again, backup, backup, backup. It's very important that you do that. Um, okay. Well, the, the Wait a minute. The way you do that is you go to takeout.google.com. And if you go to takeout.google.com, you will be able to it's not very difficult it just at me at twitter dm me if you have problems but it's very easy to go through and pick out what folders you want to back up and then it may take a few days depending on how much you have in there um you may get it in one big giant file or several gigabytes or you can select to have several smaller files but the way to do it is go to takeout.google.com. Now, that doesn't take them out permanently. It just gives you a backup. Yeah, that's good to know. That absolutely is good to know. Uh, okay, so here's the age-old question that we've been talking about for years, which is should you unplug your appliances to save money? 
you know, uh, how much does it actually use? You know, there are computers that simply go into sleep mode. Does that change anything? Uh, or energy use that you have, media players that can, you know, consistently draw power, phones with displays that show when they're not in active use. So there's a lot of that kind of stuff going on. Uh, standby power for 5 to 10% of residential uses, according to the Department of Energy. Unplugging devices could save the average household up to 100 bucks a year. So that's not a huge amount. Well, the NRDC estimated the cost of always-on devices at 165 per household, and that only counted um, refrigerators and things like that. It didn't count count the phantom stuff. Every time you have a power block plugged into an outlet, you know, so you can quickly charge um, a wireless charge or just plug in your phone, that's always drawing a low hum of power. And you'd be surprised if you walk around your house, every clock, everything is drawing power continuously. And, you know, if you have time, sometime it's worth it to have somebody stand outside at your electric meter and walk around the house and unplug everything. And then only plug in what you absolutely need because even with Energy Star products, which we have a lot of, um, you're drawing a lot of electricity, and believe me, they are charging more and more for it. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, normally, for example, my TV, which I use every day, I'm probably not going to unplug that because it's behind a wall no. and I've got to get, no. you know, right. But right. there are certain other things, CD players, de- you know, uh, set-top boxes and guest rooms, you know, places that, you know, because we all have electronics in, in multiple Some places Some people in the leave home. their computers on 24-7 and only use them twice a week. Well, right. And and that is so wasteful, especially when they have external hard drives and all that, all kinds of stuff plugged in. I just don't plug in anything. And the power outlets that I use are the kind where you can turn the whole thing off or the whole thing on. Right. You know, by pushing a button. Yeah, it's easy enough to do. Otherwise, they're continually drawing power. Yeah, no, it makes it makes sense to do that. Any savings you have or you can save is a great thing to do. So just pl- unplug the things that you don't use every day. You know, like I say, if your TVs you use it every day, don't unplug it. But other things, there's probably a million things in your house you don't use every day. So and when uh, you're lazy that. and you put your computer into sleep mode, like I do, you know, you just close the lid. Right. Well, first of all, if you're not using the computer and you're in sleep mode, it's burning up your power and you're going to have to charge it sooner. Okay, so there's that. Yeah. And if you put it into sleep mode while it's plugged in, it'll just charge. So yeah, exactly. pay attention to what you're doing. No, I mean, with my laptop, I have the I have sleep mode. I close the top when I'm done using it, but I also unplug it from the wall. So I just shut it down, and then I don't leave it plugged in. So it's not, you know, it's not generating any kind of power. Well, I use hibernate mode, which I find to be a lot more efficient. And you, when you use hibernate mode, and that's not a default you can find out how to find it just do a quick google on hibernate mode on windows and what that does is saves your computer exactly where you are keeps everything open exactly as you had it and turns off your computer and all that information is kept in a file so that when you turn it on again everything is where you left it and some people again use hibernate continually don't do that at least turn it on or off every week or so you know so it flushes out the memory but that's a really good way to save power and not lose what you're doing yeah there you go 
Uh, all right, it is now the time of the show where we search the planet, the universe, and Dell.com for the buy of the week. Thank you, Paul. Uh, if you are looking for a really nice place on a Dell computer, you know, whether you want to use it as a second computer or you want to give it to a, a you know, a college, uh, a kid that's going off to college, you know, we're com coming into the summer months where kids are taking off and they'll be back in the fall. So uh, Dell has today the Enspiron 15 3000 laptop. Uh, it comes with a 10th generation Intel core processor to the i5, which is kind of their middle one. They have an i3 and i5, and I think it's an i7. Um, and it comes with 6 meg cache, 4 cores, 8 threads, up to 3.67 gigahertz of turbo power. comes with a video card, an Intel UHD, so ultra-high definition graphics. Uh, the hard drive is 256 gigabytes, which is a decent-sized hard drive. comes with 3 cell batteries. Uh, it comes with Windows 11 Home. The display is 15.6 inch, 1920 by 1080, uh, which is a nice size screen if you're looking for a laptop computer. 8 gig of memory, 1 by 8 gigabytes DDR4 memory. And it's uh, 2666, ooh, 666. I don't know that I like that. 2666 uh, megahertz. And of course, it comes with uh, 802.11ac, Wi Fi, and Bluetooth. And uh, these are laptops are very good. Dell makes a really nice laptop. Uh, I'm working on one right now as we speak. Now, normally this sells for $574.98. It's on sale at deals.dell.com for $391.99. So you save $182 off the price of this. And if you order it today, you'll get it by April 12th. So next week. So you'll be able to uh, find that. Kind of like my the, Amazon order. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's the, uh, again, it's the Enspiron 15 3000 laptop, uh, $391.99. You can get that at deals.dell.com. And that's a really good buy of the week. And that's our buy of the week today. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Um, okay. So do COVID tests expire? I don't know. Do they? Uh, obviously I don't know. They it's your do. story. They, <laughs> yeah. they do. They absolutely do. But the problem is we haven't had them long enough. So what we have to do is let a certain amount of time go by. And then the FDA asks for real-time data from manufacturers to test what's sitting on the shelf. Will it work after right. nine months? Will it work after 12 months? So right. as a result, the home test might have a six-month expiration date on the package. But as time, more time passes, the test maker collects a lot of data and seeks an extension to the original shelf life date. If you have any questions, I'd look it up. But currently, the FDA, FDA is saying that, uh, for example, the Binax Now test, which is what we use, uh, is now 15 months from 12 months. So I would suggest if something looks like it's going to expire um, look, look it up because the tests are important. Yeah. You probably don't want to take a test that it's expired, find out it was no good. Think you don't have COVID and turned out you did. So, uh, be very, very careful with that. But yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, all right. So I found this story that uh, I thought was kind of interesting and, you know, subscription, I don't know how many of you use subscription boxes, you know, where you get books, you know, 20 books or, or alcohol or fruit of the month club or, or, you know, oh, I subscribe to a couple of them and I even subscribe to a meal service. So yeah, yeah exactly. I, I'm very much into this. All right. So a Paco box, 
will be a uh, service where it's for the apocalypse or the doomsday prep gear you need for survival tools. It comes with hygiene kits, edible bugs, ew, uh, and uh, straight-up knife. And so if you're thinking the apocalypse is coming, and God knows with the virus we've had, I think everybody thought it was uh, the apocalypse was coming. So you can get that. It's at uh, A-P-O-C-A-B-O-X. That's the Apoco box. Uh, let's see. Then the next one is, this is the strangest thing, uh, Autograph of the Month Club. It's $20 per month. Uh, you know, when you go to a convention, you see fans, you know, standing, lining up to have autographs um, that they want, celebrity autographs. And, you know, if they're famous, it's, and a lot of you times... You know, I don't they, understand. Every time I hand them a check, they don't want to sign it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, apparently with the autograph of the month club, now you can skip the crowd and get a box with a celebrity autograph mailed to you for just 20 bucks a month. Uh, and I'm famous, looking at the people they have. And personally, I don't want any of their autographs. I basically yeah, I, don't know who any of them are. Well, Nathan Fillion, he's, the, he's a, a good-sized name. He's from the but Rookie. But do you want his autograph? No, I don't. You know, it's, it's so funny. I have to tell you a funny story. It, it, back in the day when we were at KBC, we used to do a lot of uh, public appearances. And we'd do the UCLA book club and, and all kinds of stuff. And we would take our publicity photos and we would autograph them. And I, it always struck me as weird because I always thought, why would anyone want my autograph? I mean, you know, what is the point of that? Uh, and I'm certainly not someone famous. So, but people love to have autographs. So if you people are. People love it when I autograph my books. So, yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Yeah, exactly. Now, here's one for you, Marsha. The Cat Lady Box. The not Cat Lady Box. cat lady. lady. <laughs> <laughs> I only have one cat. I have one cat. But you did, didn't you at one time have more than one cat? No. Oh, you only had one? Okay. Always uh, one. Okay. She, okay. She says she's not a cat lady. I'm not sure about that. But the cat lady box ships you everything you need to treat yourself as well as your cat companion. 40 bucks Dear a month. God. Which seems expensive. 40 bucks a to month. You. That's a little Seems expensive. Uh, you get catnip toys, hoodie blankets with cat ears, cat shaped cooling racks, and other perfect gifts. So, uh, yeah, cute, huh? Uh, how about um, cloud paper? Toilet paper, more useful than pretty much anything else you can get in the mail you, if you always need it. Uh, 28 bucks per box. Comes with 24 rolls, which is probably, you know, if you buy toilet paper at Costco, at 30, I think they give you 30 rolls for like $27, $28. So this is not that expensive, you know, as things go. Uh, it has 350 squares per roll. Uh, it's made from sustainable bamboo, which is nice. And uh, so, you know, if you need toilet paper, you can do that. Well, I got to tell you, I don't need toilet paper because I subscribe to the Charmin <laughs> oh. Forever Roll, which is oh, yeah, a, I remember that. the best thing ever. We are so f full on toilet paper because right. what we do, the Charmin Forever Roll is one of those big, giant, rolls of toilet paper and you can right. get a special weighted stand that doesn't fall over there you on, go. On the weight of it but right. the thing is when it starts getting smaller we move them to another bathroom so right. we never have to buy toilet paper at all and every other month we have them deliver three rolls of this giant toilet paper nice we have a, nice yeah it's great and you can find it at shop.sharman.com and it is the really good Charmin toilet paper so that's one I subscribe to and I love. 
All right, we'll give you. Well, we'll give you one more. So, uh, Marcia, do you keep chickens at your house? Are, are you yep. a fan of having? No, you don't no. have them. So, because because no. finally, finally, I tell you, there is a subscription box for chickens. Whether you run a chicken farm or try to raise roosters in the big city, Henny Plus Roo is the service that you want. Uh, what do chicken farmers need? Well, how about nesting box liners, egg poaching egg cups, sweet sweet corn feed? Box is forty one bucks a month, but uh, the birds apparently are priceless. So, yeah, if uh-huh. you need that, that. But something I want to warn everybody about. Um, I subscribed to something, and I won't mention the brand, and this just happened recently. And I canceled in February. I got the email that said, okay, you're canceled. Sorry to see you go. Wah, wah, wah. Okay. Then all of a sudden, on Wednesday, I get an email. Welcome back. Thank you for re-upping your subscription. This is what we're sending you on Monday. Yeah, there you go. And I'm like, what the heck? And just so you know, this is called negative option marketing, which is against the law. Yep. And I searched it on Reddit with that particular company name, and it seems that it is very common, and not only with this company, but with a lot of them. Um, And they charged my credit card, too, which normally they don't charge the credit card until something shipped, but they charged it on Wednesday, too. And do not... Go to your credit company first. You have to call the company first. Tell them about it and tell them you want to reverse the charge and not to ship the merchandise. If you do that and if they still do it, you can report them to the FTC and all over the Internet. But when I called, boy, did they know. I mean, I was polite and everything. But boy, did they know that they were doing negative marketing. Negative. Yeah. Because what it's called negative option means there was no option to say, no, I didn't do this. Right. Or no. They just said, oh, you've re-upped. We're sending it to you. Bye bye. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's bad. It's against the law and it's becoming more and more prevalent as these startups, you know, are kind of thinning out uh, their customers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Okay. So uh, what do you want to watch this weekend? You got the Masters that's on right now. You can stream in a lot of ways. I think it's on CBS, if I remember correctly. If I want to take a nap, I'm going to watch the Masters. Masters, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, and I'm not a big golf fan. I I don't play golf anymore. I as a kid, I played golf. I don't I think anybody it. plays golf. Yeah, I, exactly. Yeah, geezer sport. But, but you can pick those up on various streaming services. Um, I did watch Death on the Nile, which is on Hulu and HBO Max, which is very entertaining. And uh, it's the um, is it Agatha Christie? It might be an Agatha Christie. Um, and it's very, very entertaining. It's with a uh, gal or hot guy, however you pronounce her name, Godot. So if you're looking for something fun to watch, uh, watch that. There's a new original series on Disney now called Moon Knight, which I just started to watch. It's gotten very good reviews from Disney+. And Coda, which everybody raves about, and I still haven't watched it. Uh, did you, I don't remember, did you watch Coda yet? Nope, nope, nope. I don't watch TV. What we do is we watch probably a movie a week on the weekend and that's about it i mean you know we i read a lot we do a lot of things but you know the exciting thing is better call saul will be coming back yeah yeah and that'll be on netflix that's that's huge because better call saul is just amazing yeah last Um, season too yeah there's a lot of good stuff going on on streaming um did you see return to space Uh, i have not 
And that's on Netflix. It was SpaceX was the first U.S. rocket maker to get U.S. astronauts back in space after nine years of riding aboard other countries' ships. Cool. Documentary goes into the work and dedication required to meet this challenge. And to be honest with you, uh, we record, there's a, a show, I don't know what it's called, like Weird Engineering or something like that. And it talks about engineering disasters, things that collapsed and buildings that fell ah. down because of bad oh, engineering. And it's yeah. fascinating. And I think it's on Discovery, but you can just search for engineering and you will probably find it on your your box. And I will tell you that you're just talking about uh, Better Call Saul. Bob Odenkirk, who is the star of that, has a movie called Nobody. It was fantastic. Yeah, Kurt was watching that the other day. Oh, I love, absolutely loved it. It's very violent. It's not a kiddie show, uh, but he's a great actor. And if you want to watch a, a really entertaining movie from start, I mean, they, it gets you in the first 15 minutes and it's a wild ride. So uh, that one is called Nobody. And he's, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him back with uh, Better Call Saul. So uh, that's one. And I'm trying to think if there's any, oh, Tony Hawk. If you're a Tony Hawk fan, uh, there's a documentary about Tony Hawk that just hit on HBO Max. I'm not a big Tony Hawk fan. Did you see Gucci with Lady Gaga? Yeah, that was good. I that didn't even know good. it was well, Lady Gaga. <laughs> Honestly, okay, I, I hear the now. music. Mark, say goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody, have a great week. Uh, enjoy your week, and we'll see you next Saturday. Have a good one. So this is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen on Computer and Technology Radio. If you've enjoyed the show, please tell your friends. Uh, it launches every Sunday morning. I tweet it on Twitter if you want the link ASAP, or please subscribe and like. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. <laughs>